Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to a bonus episode of The Mentor. I'm Mark Boris. One of the biggest sellers to come out of Australia is the fitness app called Sweat. This is an exercise platform, well-known, and co-founded by fitness influencer Kayla Itzins and a business partner, her business partner, once her bloke, a guy called Toby Pierce, and it was sold for a spectacular $400 million to the fitness tech company iFit last year. In a rare opportunity, I sat down with Toby Pierce on my show, Straight Talk, which you can download wherever you're listening to this. And I want to bring you a taste of our chat right here. But before I do, make sure you subscribe to Straight Talk so you can be the first to hear conversations no one else is discussing. What you're about to hear is a lesson in negotiation, business psychology, and the moments that occur when you're thinking on your feet, okay? It's time for No Bullshit with Toby Pierce on Straight Talk. With the sale of Wizard, which we sold to General Electric, mm. it was sort of similar numbers to what you guys sold for, mm. but it was a fair while ago. We settled in uh, December 2004, mm-hmm. settled, got the money. We started the deal in February 2004. Mm-hmm. The deal was done. Like, you know, we agreed the, the terms. Yep. But what I found, one of the experiences I had is that it's easy for someone to say to you, look, I'll give you a 100 bucks for something. Mm. And this is what I want. And by the way, there's a couple of conditions associated with it. Yep. You can't compete. Yeah, we need you to consult for a couple of years so we can, you know, transition everybody in and we don't mm. lose anyone, a few little bits and pieces. You say, yeah, no worries. Then they say, but guess what? We now need to do due diligence. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I often say due diligence are two words for getting a discount, reducing the price. That, because uh, yeah. they spend – they must have spent six months of that seven-month period, eight-month period mm. um, trying to work out how to reduce the price. And what they do is they go look for risks. Mm. So they're inside your – they're in your home mm. effectively. Mm. So you invite Looking them in. Looking for defaults and Correct. defects. And yeah. even if it's not a default, they want to try to convince you that it could potentially one day become or a problem. if you don't agree with it, mm. warrant it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Warranties give, and indemnities. Give me a warranty. W&I, W&I insurance. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so off we go. it's sort of like uh, it's quite an interesting thing. Like you get, you're basically in, inviting them into your home and saying, just go around my house, find every defect you possibly can. It doesn't even matter if it's the smallest tube of paint or if something ha- hasn't happened. Mm. And then give me your list 
And then because we agreed a hundred bucks for the for the house, but give me the list, and then we'll work out how do we yeah. reduce the hundred bucks by all those defects. Mm. And by the way, Mark, if you don't agree on the defects and defect, then you better give me a warranty, mm. like a guarantee. Mm. That if that becomes a defect, well, you'll pay for I'll it. I'll pay for it yeah. in due course. <laughs> Did you go through that? Absolutely. Yeah. It is fucking painful. So uh we we went through it twice because we, we were doing a, a separate uh, non-related transaction in 2019. So went through that process, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Um for a variety of reasons that, that particular transaction didn't didn't come to fruition about 36 hours out from when we thought that it was going to come to fruition. So, I mean, that was a uh, it was a character-building exercise, that one. And then COVID hit and then we went through this process. And, uh, yeah, absolutely no different. Yeah, and it's at the end of the day, uh, the way I always looked at this, right, every single person that goes into a transaction of this type, no matter which role you're playing, either in business A or business B, buying or selling, whatever, everyone's afraid, mm. right? Yeah, if you're the seller, you're afraid that the deal is not going to happen. You're afraid that you're going to discount me or you're going to give me an absolutely excruciatingly painful, you know, borderline erroneous list of conditions that I have to agree to which are unpalatable and therefore the deal won't happen and so you're constantly in this this fear loop, right? And then the person on the buying side, you know, all the people doing the due diligence work want to make sure that it's thorough and proper because they don't want to be found out that if in the future something happens they, want to fuck it up. they made a mistake. Right, they just don't want to be responsible. Right, and then so then they give the the DD information then to the people who are ultimately making the decision, and then of course all of those people are like, well, I don't want to make the wrong decision, or the, the DD, but I will just will bring the price down and we'll put these terms in to you know protect us and cover. Yeah, and the reality is, um, you know, whether you're buying a business for ten million bucks, ten billion dollars, whatever. There is no guarantees or protection. Like it's a judgment call. Like they're Correct. making a big judgment call. But um, you know the the it's the, the process is really funny because there's not many other types of uh, asset sale or acquisition that are like that. So if you use the house example you provided, right? We're going to do an auction because that's what happens with businesses. We do an auction. We bid, 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 and we agree a price, and we just call it hundred bucks, right? If you do this with a house, cool, hundred bucks, and they go, yep, cool, sign that. I'm going to walk through building inspection. Ah. Oh, 10K worth of paint needs to be done. Some cracks here that we need to fix up. Oh, the pavers are moved. Maybe we should relay those. Oh, you know, the veranda needs one of the pillars replaced because it's, you know, I don't know, it's, it's fallen apart or whatever. I need you to mow the lawn. You know, oh, that, that outdoor pl- uh, plumbing's not working. You're going to need to fix that. You know, all these things, right? But that doesn't happen. When you buy a house, you do the auction. Yep. And then you get the keys. It's called buy beware. You buy the joint? Correct, right. Oh, sweet. Yeah, um, yeah, and obviously, you know, when you're buying a business, presumably buying a business price is going to be bigger than, you know, than traditional house sales, so I can understand that. But it's a, it's a very painful process to go through. And, um, of course, every single time that happens, and you'd be able to relate to this, right, price is 100 bucks. 10 days goes by. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, maybe there's a bit of risk here in you know, this area. Oh, five bucks. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Another week goes by. Oh, we found another one. Here's another five bucks, right? But that's not even the the last part of it though, right? Like once you get to the price, then there's the, well, how are we going to do the payment? Yeah, yeah, we'll pay over time. Yeah, right. Or, and so mo- most deals. Leave some in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mo- most transactions look like some form of staged or conditional payment anyway. So the price it sets not necessarily always the one that's paid. Like almost all of the deals that I hear about and see – happen that way it's very very rarely is it just like here's 10 bucks like, and, and lawyers so I mean, mm. it, it, the people who they, they charge you for every i mean i'm not having a crack of lawyers <laughs> but but like you've got to have them because yeah. the, the the buyer the vendor mm. will have you know one of the big firms mm. for sure mm. and they just pile people on it left right and center like there'll mm. be you know 10 10 lawyers on on their buy side yeah would you think to yourself i got to I'm gonna to have to match them, so I'm gonna to have to get a big firm. Or, or a, <laughs> nah, I I I I never really kind of cared too much for that. As bad as that sounds, um, and I don't mean that like by any disrespect yeah. to anyone I've ever dealt with, but I'm more so like I'm quite a I'm a bit of a utilitarian. It's like whatever it is I need to achieve, I'll get one. But you have lawyers, that, huh? and that's it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, to be honest, we're really fortunate. I think that uh, yeah, I think out of all the professional services that we got, we actually like got quite lucky. Um, over the period of the whole business journey, absolutely have had some horrendous providers and partners that we've worked with. But in particular for the transaction, we were like very fortunate. Yeah, I was like, you have my brother. I won't say the name. It was one of the big investment banks. He managed director of one of the big investment banks, like foreign investment banks in Australia, and he mm. had a whole team on it. You said like you had a previous buyer mm. who walked, okay, because yeah. something didn't work. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't work out some some issue. There was always, yeah. And with all these things, they come at you with about 30 issues and eventually get down to about two issues. There might be two mm. issues left. There's always two issues left. I don't yeah. know what the hell is. Yeah. There's always two or three. This new problem we've discovered. Yeah, and by the way, if you don't mm. agree with these, the way we're, we're going to walk. Mm. And that's always the, mm. what you don't want to hear, but that's what you're going to mm. hear every time. And sometimes <laughs> they walk, okay. And they're sometimes looking for a reasonable walk, but other times they're looking for a reason for you to – just to bust you. Mm. And uh, I remember um, we had two issues mm-hmm. and um, they uh, they had two law firms, mm. two big Sydney law firms, well-known. So they said, let's have a meeting at 12 o'clock. The first shift of the lawyers of the purchaser came in at 12 and stayed at 6 p.m. <laughs> My lawyers are there, they're, you know, pretty tired. It was six hours and we couldn't resolve these two issues. Mm. That firm of lawyers left and the second firm came in at 6 p.m. I went, my God, what's going on the here? The rotating evening yeah. shift. And I thought, well, how long am I going to be here? Well, we're there, we're there all night till 9 a.m. the next morning. But what happened was that uh, on the two issues, they were warranty issues. Mm. And a lot of times there's warranty about tax. Oh, yeah. Do you Absolutely. Have, a, do, have you paid all the tax for this company? Yeah, yeah, And how the hell do you yeah. know? Like mm. you say, well, we paid all the taxes that we've been billed. But they said, well, what, but what about if there's a, a, an audit on you with the tax office discovers something there that you don't know about. We mm. go, well, if they do, I don't know. Like, what do you say to that? Like, mm. so we had to give a tax warranty for seven years. Okay, yeah. we were negotiating on how far and how much the warranty mm. was for how much. And uh, at midnight, they said to me, "Well, our chairman 
who was the chairman of the at the time of the world's largest company, the buyer was the mm. world's largest company, headquartered in Boston, wants to talk to Kerry Packer <laughs> about this warranty. And uh, and I said, well, no worries. And I thought, God, I thought they're bluffing mm. me. Mm. I said, and they said, and if they can't resolve those two, can't resolve the warranty, that uh, they're going to walk. Mm. I said. No worries. Uh, I'll get Kerry. It's midnight. Like yeah. I'm going to get Kerry. I'm going to wait him at midnight. Like <laughs> wait him at midnight to talk to the chairman of the world's largest company out of Boston, whatever time it was there. Like mm. and they said, yeah, well, we want to do it unless we can resolve this warranty here and now. Mm. So I grabbed hold of the um, the Australian head of this particular buyer, um, and we went into. In those days, it was a compactus room. You don't see them. Anymore. Oh, yeah. Walked yeah, into yeah, the compactus yeah. room. I said, well, uh, I had to get out of where everybody was and walked in the compactus room, closed the door. I said, listen, we traded. We did a trade on something and I was prepared to meet halfway. And I said, because Kerry, I've spoken to him mm. and Kerry is available to talk to your chairman. Mm. And he must have been bluffing because he pretty much shit himself. Because <laughs> I said, Kerry's enraged, by mm. the way, that I had to wake him. Mm in the middle of the night mm. and he is ready to get stuck into your chairman. And he said, oh, oh no, no, no. He said, uh, well, yeah, let's just look at this warrant here. And mm. we, we did a deal in the compactus room mm. and Amazing. we walked out. We, and so I, but the funniest part about it is that when, so, you know, we had to do all the documentation, went through the 9 the next morning, we had a press conference, all that sort of stuff, and uh, it was announced. And then I rang Kerry because I hadn't rung him about meeting this mm. chairman. I didn't ring I just lied. Um, that was bluff. <laughs> and uh, when I rang Kerry in the night, 9 o'clock in the morning, he didn't sound too well and um, or too happy to hear from me at 9 a.m. But he knew the transaction had occurred because we told all these guys. Mm. And he said, son, I don't want you ever to gamble my money again. And I said, well, what do you mean? What do you gamble your money? He said, mm. well, that tactic of yours, that bluff, he said, there's no way I could have spoken to that chairman. Mm. He said, because right now, I'm in St. Vincent's Hospital and I've been here for three days. Oh, no. Yeah, because he had kidney problems and heart problems. Oh. And he said, uh, I would not have been able to talk to anybody. He said, I was like dosed up in the hospital. Mm. He said, so next time before you go off and um, – Just check. Yeah, yeah just check. <laughs> but I did call their bluff. But, and, and that's the nature of it. Like so – and I, what you're saying is you experienced this process yeah. in the one that fell over. What about the deal that you did? Did they hold you to some to, – the two or three outstanding items that might have led them to walk? Yeah, I mean, look, we had some of those things that you mentioned as well. I think, um, yeah, we were going through a like an interesting transition with uh, like some of our like relationships with different organisations at the time. You mean suppliers? Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. And uh, like, long story short, it was just one of these things where I didn't really think that it was a big deal. Like, as I was, this is just like normal part of business. Um, uh, you know the the CEO and founder of the company on the other side, and we're talking about a many, many, many billion dollar business on the other side. Um, he's like, oh, you know, Toby, I think we should, I think we should have a chat. Let's just pause everything for a second. And of course, I'm sitting there being like, shit. Mm-hmm. 